Hello, and welcome to Faults of the Obscure, by Witches. I'm Alicia Herder. And I'm Tara Keck. Bum, bum. Well, welcome. <laughs> well, welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> podcast. Yo, today we will talk about the wild hunt. This is a time and time again episode that we have been talking about doing. And I'm so glad that we've decided to do it. We finally made it. Finally. We can stop after this. What do you think about the wild hunt? When you hear wild hunt, do you think of anything? Nothing? Just complete butterflies in the brain? So the wild hunt shows up in that book... Um, that's like the retelling of the Arthur legend mm-hmm. via the perspective of the women. Oh, um, mm-hmm. I'm forgetting the name because I'm almost through this very large glass of wine that I'm about to pour in another. But it's like in the book, what happens is that there is these women that are like running through the woods and they are chased by men but everyone's kind of wearing like animal garb mm-hmm. and the men sort of take the women in the woods and they have kind of like this like sexual experience and it's kind of like a coming of age tale but it's also like you embody the image or the avatar of the god and the goddess oh. so um that's what i'm thinking it is not like that at all it's not is it sexy uh, is it at night it's at night okay one one um, is Woods there, are involved. Is there running? Yeah, I can say there's running. Okay. Yeah. But it's not sexy. Why do people always try and make the wild hunt sexy? Because they like the word wild. Oh, it's the word a, wild is sexy. It's a wet and wild hunt. Wet and wild hunt <laughs> sponsored by the wet and wild hunt. So today is the wild hunt, not the wild hunt from the witcher. That came up a lot. We're not really? talking about that. And not the wildhunt.org, which is a great pagan news website. So you should check that out on your spare time. This is about the Wild Hunt event that occurred in early Anglo-Saxon history. And it was recorded in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, which was a book written in Old English, old, Dusty. ancient English, Rotten. around the 9th century, tracking the trials and tribulations of the early Anglo-Saxons. Because, you know, they were going through shit. Mm-hmm. They were going through something. Conquering, being conquered, living, but not that long. Oh, bummer. Pooping in the woods, you know, mm-hmm. Anglo-Saxon dig, shit. Did they dig a hole? We don't know. Probably. They probably dug a lot of holes. And for anyone who's heard the word Anglo-Saxon, but is actually unsure what it means, which was me, I was like, who? Why? The Anglo-Saxons were descended from the same Germanic tribes as the Norse, and they broadly just shared the same body of religious culture and lore. So these people worship the Norse gods, including like Thor and his biddies like that. So they're basically like my ancestors. Okay. That's it. From back back in the day. Imagine Alicia, but in um, like a much longer skirt. Oh, way more covered up than I yeah. usually am. Yeah. Uh, uh, she has a lot of shame mm-hmm. and fear. A lot of fear. Scary time. And um, skin pocketed. Oh, the rats. <laughs> They're hungry. They eat your little toes at night. Nom, 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 nom. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's about to die in maybe six months because she's over 30. Oh, you're right. It's not good for me. Uh, I probably already died in childbirth, honestly. At 12. I had one good child, though. It was a girl. Rip. Maybe next time. Oh, no, I died. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Oh, no. This is what the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle wrote about the wild hunt. You ready? 
for this reading. Let no one be surprised at what we are about to relate, for it was common gossip up and down. Remember, this is ye old English, so this has been translated. (laughs) For it was common gossip up and down the countryside that after February 6th, many people both saw and heard a whole pack of huntsmen in full cry. They straddled black horses and black bucks while their hounds were pitch black with staring hideous eyes. This was seen in the very dear park of Peterborough town and in all the woods stretching from that same spot as far as Stamford. Places, we don't know, but far, apparently. All through the night, monks heard them sounding and winding their horns. Reliable witnesses who kept watch in the night declare that there might well have been 20 or even 30 of them in this wild tantivy as near as they could tell. And for anyone like me with a public school education that did not know what tantivy mean, it means a rapid gallop or ride. I just like... Um, You're welcome. Are you sure it's not sexy? Because there's wilding, whirling horns and bucks. And monks. Hearing and things. sexy monks. Come on! <laughs> like, of course. They're so smooth from their bald heads. And the word tantivy. Tantivy? Tantivy. Tantivy? Sounds Tantivy. like tantalize. It does. It just means gallop. Sexy? I think so. Maybe. In my TED Talk presentation, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this means there was a group of hunter ghosts who rode throughout the night on February 6th. Fucking spooky. And this didn't even happen just one time and it was over. This spectral horde rode out on February 6th every fucking year. Throughout ancient, medieval, and early modern Europe. And they were seen across the Germanic lands and in Scandinavia. So they went places. They're traveling. They're They're fast. traveling. Yeah. Wait, They're... why February 6th? We'll go get there. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm so... Ooh, okay. There were many names for this event, including the Terrifying Ride, Odin's Hunt, Odin's Army, and of course, the Wild Hunt. Let's set the scene. Paint me a picture, baby. It's midwinter. There's a lot of snow. Oh, no. It's very cold outside. And you see this ghostly horde of hunters, horses, and wild hounds. What do you do? What do you do, Tara? I kind of make peace with the fact that I am about to be raped. (laughs) (laughs) By ghosts. (laughs) Why are they here? That was probably just a state of being at that point, though. Yeah, honestly. If you see a man, it's not going to end well for me today. Me alone in the field. Yeah. At any moment. Exactly. Not good. So the correct answer is you go back inside. (laughs) You don't stay outside. You go down to the storm cellar. You lock yourself in. You wait. Until the big tornado's over and Dorothy comes back. So it's okay if you see the wild hunt, but it's not okay if they see you. Big problems. Oh, double standard. I don't like this. Yeah, it doesn't work too well. The wild hunt was known for wreaking havoc throughout towns, stealing food, and even stealing you and dropping you off many, many miles away. Or... Murdering you. What did I do? You, wrong place, wrong time. The classic story. Classic tale of just a young girl in a peasant town. Walking home from a bar, from a date. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not being aware, not keeping her eyes peeled. Wearing that. Ugh. Asking for it. Was never going to end well for her. However, most people did not actually see the wild hunt. It was only heard. Spookier. You would hear one dog bark loudly, getting closer and another dog barking very faintly further away from you. The hounds. <laughs> They're here. Sound the alarm. 
two dogs together, but Dude, not together. It's the dead of winter, and you don't own a dog. <laughs> Whose dog is this? Okay, fair, fair. Yeah. These are the questions we should be asking. Exactly. According to some reports, when the wild hunt was coming through, the forest turned silent, and only a whining sound and the dog barks could be heard. So it's the dead of night, it's winter, and everything's quiet. I don't like that at all. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good at all. Yet each time they rode, there was always a leader of the hunt. And there were many potential leaders of the wild hunt, and like many, from King Arthur to witches and fairies to old Danish kings who just like, were like, let's do it today. Let's just ride out. (laughs) Come on, boys. Away. Yeah. But the one who kept coming back and back was Odin. The god of the dead, inspiration, ecstatic trance. So he's very into like acid and shrooms. Battle frenzy and knowledge. He encompasses all of that. Odin was even considered the leader of the wild hunt well into the Christian era. And H.R. Ellis Davidson, the author of Gods and Myths of Northern Europe, wrote, It was natural that the ancient god of the dead who rode through the air should keep a place in this way in the memory of the people. And it reminds us of the terror which his name must have once have inspired. So he was in the Christian period and people were like, okay, but do you remember Odin just running around causing havoc with his dogs, his two dogs eating our food and his whole ghost army? Very spooky. Very, very spooky. And apparently midwinter was known as like the time of Odin because it's that time they thought like, Kind of like Samhain, like the veil between the worlds is much thinner. And so ghosts could come in and out because it's spooky winter there. This is Europe, guys. Well, it's dark a lot more than it is here. Exactly. This is the time you're running out of your food, too. Yeah. So you're probably like half starving. You're like like down to salted meat. Seeing hallucinations. (laughs) From bad salted meat. Grandma, you're seeing all these ghosts. Mm -hmm. Very spooky. Now, in modern Wicca, the wild hunt is said to be led by Hecate, so our very own spooky ooky version of the goddess of the dead, and Susan Greenwood, the author of many witchy books, because this bitch really gets around, wrote that, as far as practitioners of nature spiritualities are concerned, the wild hunt offers an initiation into the wild and an opening up of the senses. Very Odin, very modern, like ecstatic, kind of, just feeling these ecstasy-like senses. A sense of dissolution of self in confrontation with fear and death and exposure to a whirlwind pulse that runs through life, which I was like, Susan, how beautiful. That's lovely. In short, engagement with the hunt is a bid to restore a reciprocity and harmony between humans and nature. So we're taking the raping and the stealing out of it. We're out of it. That part's gone now. Hecate's not interested. Susan Greenwood described witnessing a wild hunt challenge that took place on Halloween in the late 1990s. In the challenge, a person would walk around a local forest in the daytime, and then they would need to retrace their steps in a timed competition at night. No lights. Okay. If completed successfully... That person had gained the trust of the wood spirits, and they would be permitted to cut timber from its trees to make a staff. Okay, but do you remember when that, like, myth was going around where it's like, if you can unwrap one of those big maps of the U.S. and then refold it back together correctly, you're technically a genius? No. When was this? Like 2007. Oh, I couldn't afford a map. (laughs) We were printing out MapQuest. I feel like, like a... Do you not think you could do well on this challenge? No, absolutely really? not. Absolutely not. Oh. I'm terrible with directions. 
You know how many times I've come here? We're in Alicia's apartment. You know how many times I've come here fully knowing that the path connects to Fulton Street's AC 1234 stop, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going to World Trade Center, mm-hmm. and I can't fucking find it, so I have to go outside and walk on the street with the rest of the peasants. There are directions inside the World Trade Do Center. Do you know? It's literally right across from it. Yeah, I fucking know. But do you know? When you're in the moment. <laughs> uh-huh. Just scared. Wanting to be on time. And it's dark. And there's other people running around you. I don't think I would. Do you think you would do well? I did it like the other day. Walking in the dark. Oh, oh, in the dark. I thought you meant the World Trade Center no, yeah, still. No, yeah, because you I do that like, all the fucking time, okay? Right? Like you're just, this is your everyday. The World Trade Queen, yeah. they would call me. She loves trade. <laughs> Love trains. Uh, I think it depends. I think if I was like very zoned in, but I think the idea of having like other people around and it being timed mm-hmm. might not be too good at. Anxiety. Have you ever been timed on anything? SATs. Oh yeah, those are timed. I did bad. Um, those like physical challenges in like elementary school. Did you guys have to do that? It was like walk around the track and get your oh, time yeah. for a mile. Yeah. I was always so slow. Yeah. But people ran and I was like, I'm not, not running. That. I'm not running. We, we're not allowed to shower anymore. I'm not going to stink the rest of the day. Yeah. I'm cool. And it's like fifth grade. It's like, you don't want to shower. No. I don't even know if we could shower, no. actually. Yeah, making anything timed kind of ruins the whole thing. Do you remember, did they get rid of this by the time you graduated, the writing exam at Ball State? And we had to write, I failed it the first time. Oh. And you had to do literally, it was the most basic essay. And it was like introduction paragraph, three uh, supporting paragraphs and a conclusion. And they did not like it. If you were flowery, it had to be the driest fucking essay you've ever written in your life. I think I did do this. It's like, this and, they, very and they abolished it like two years after we left. Yeah. And that was because so many people failed it because like once you get so far into academia, you like, you know, got a bigger brain. And so mm-hmm. you want to do more than a five paragraph essay. Yeah. And they fail you for that. And that was time. But anyway, this was so, the last I'm so time. sorry. We have to go back. Yeah, yeah. No, this it's done. That was the whole episode. That's it? That's it. Do you think yes. if we ran around in the dark, uh-huh. we would finally be popular? Only if people knew. How do also, we... finally. I'm very popular. <laughs> You're cool. Well, yeah. Does that not go hand in hand? Not always. Wow. How bold. <laughs> I invite you to my home. <laughs> she pulls out a knife. My own staff. What an interesting <laughs> choice. <laughs> Her blood katana. Yeah. Hmm. No, you're very popular. And this has been Vaults of the Obscure by Witches. How do they say bye? Toodaloo. Oh, ta-ta. Toodaloo. <laughs> Darling. You I'm get the crumpets and the wheat <laughs> pies from the market. Henry Iggins. You are Audrey Hepburn in Harry Potter. <laughs> in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> bye. Bye.